Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with another episode of Call the High Seed. Come on in. The water's just fine. <laughs> the trade deadline and passed, and a lot didn't happen. I, <laughs> you know, every now and then, something just lines up, and you just get what you call a good show for great content. I didn't even have to, for full disclosure, I didn't even have to prep for this show because I know exactly what I'm going to say. I wrote zero notes for this show. Usually I wouldn't say nothing like that, but you know, because to me, everything is obvious. Everything is obvious. So, but one winner, I do want to say, I, I love what Orlando did blowing that whole team up. I love that. Vooch is a great player. Gordon, great play. He's not as consistent as I wish he would be, and although I still like him a lot, but he wasn't happy. So if you got somebody that's not happy with the team no more, you got to move. You know how I feel about keeping somebody that wants to get out. So never to said that. Look, we all have goals. And what you if you're what you're doing isn't working, you have to move on and try to find another way. Tell y'all a quick story. So once upon a time, I used to be a rapper in Nashville. I had a roommate, the quiet entertainer. Shout out to the quiet entertainer. I don't know if he's listening or not. But um, I at the time I was uh, I was doing shows. I was doing little open mics doing and I was kind of halfway doing them. And I just I was frustrated one day. I'm like, man. I feel like I'm doing good, but there's another level I could be hitting. And then he looked at me He's like. That's your problem. You're looking at what you're doing. You need to be looking at what you're not doing. Look at all the people that have what you want and look at what they're doing. And then you put the list of things they do and look at the things that you do. Put it together. Is it the same list? I would do that. It wasn't. And so what I realized is what I'm doing isn't enough. I got to change. I got, I got to do more of what I am doing and do some more things that I'm not doing. I got to take it to another level. I got to redirect my whole approach to this. And the quiet entertainer helped me see that. If what you're doing isn't working, you got to do something else. Because what you're doing is achievable because it's been done before. But you got to take notes to people that came before you and the people that are currently achieving the level of success you wish to have now. And so I had to EQ some things a little bit. Now, fast, how that correlates to the magic. They want to win the championship. They want to, at minimum, be considered a threat and have a real shot at a championship. Wait, they've seen teams get better. They've seen the Brooklyn's get better. They've seen the Bucks be there. They've seen, uh, they, they saw Chicago get better for that matter. And look, they had to blow the whole team up. They got what they got with, with Booch and all the rest of the team. They had to blow it up. And you got to start fresh. If that team, that, that Magic team wasn't going nowhere fast. And so you have to blow it up. And that's what they did. They blew it up. And now they got a lot of young pieces back. They got two first-round picks. They got a, a Gary Harris, I believe. Yeah, a, a Gary Harris. They got a Wendell Carter. And that's on top of the Jonathan Isaac and the Cole Anthony that they had. And they got an R.J. Hampton. So you got to build for the future. 
I like Vooch. Vooch is a great, I think he's the third best big man in the league behind the Joker and Embiid. He giving you 24 and 11. And he can space the floor. I believe he's shooting 40% from three. So it's hard to give that up. But you wasn't going to win with Vooch. We saw what happened. We saw them get to the playoffs, and I think that's about as high as they can get. And they're nowhere close to that right now. So I think this is a good thing for Orlando. So just, you know, clean up where you messed up and start all over again. Because they wasn't going nowhere anyway. And if what you're doing is not working, then what are we talking about? I mean, the Knicks have passed Orlando by. And there was a time where the Magic was miles and miles ahead of New York. And it seemed like New York didn't didn't leapfrog Orlando seemingly overnight. And it's a lot of teams like that. So they had to do this. They had to make that move. So they're big winners here for doing what you're supposed to do. Staying focused and redirecting your approach. It's hard because it seems like Orlando's rebuilding every, you know, four or five years. So I get it's hard in that aspect. But shout out to them for at least trying. How many times have you seen a team that just does nothing? That just stands pat? You know, just fighting the good fight. Not doing nothing. Thinking they doing everything the right way. You know, a lot like the Boston Celtics. The Celtics come to mind. I feel better today about the Magic than I do Boston. And I understand Boston has an eight seed, but they are doing absolutely nothing. And I don't want to hear nothing about the Daniel Tice thing. That does nothing. That, that does nothing. All these players and all these moves to be made, all these teams going up and down, and Boston just sitting there. I don't see how anybody can feel good about Boston doing anything this year. And they just sitting there just holding on, staying content, not looking at themselves. Boston has turned into a bona fide pretender. They can learn from the Magic. So I think the Magic won. But I'm going to tell you who won, won, won for real. I'm getting ready to tell you who won the championship last night. The Los Angeles Clippers. Listen. I told y'all, I told y'all that I was out on the Lakers. I told y'all I wasn't sold on. Me and Jacob Pierce, uh, me and AJ out there sat there and debated that. And I told him the Clippers. I feel even stronger about the Clippers today more than what I did when I had that episode with AJ. They needed a point guard, and I'll be doggone if they didn't get one. And all they had to give up was Lemon Pepper Lou. Who back in the AT? I know he, I'm sure he loved that. I'm sure Lemon Pepper, I'm feel like he won the championship too. So now you get the ball out of Paul George's hands. You get the ball out of Kawhi Leonard's hands. And you get a leader. Because both of those players, while I do think they are really the same kind of player, you work them both off the ball, which is, I think, really where they're best at. They got a leader, they got a floor general, they got somebody that can share the sugar. And they still got Ibaka on ice, and he coming back whenever he get back. And they're playing well right now. I think this Rondo move is a nice move. I can't say enough about that. I think that won them the championship. And it got and <laughs> on top of that, it got even harder for the Lakers to get out the West. And I say that because I think about a team like the Nuggets. Now, that's a, I did not see that coming. I did not see. I didn't see Aaron Gordon to Denver coming. I, I actually thought. I thought that was 
put on a platter for Boston to get Aaron Gordon. But nevertheless, he went to the Nuggets. So let's talk about that. Let, let me tell y'all something. I like McDonald's chicken nuggets more than I do the Denver Nuggets. All right. I, it's just hard for me to get sold on the Nuggets. No matter what they do, no matter what kind of streak they go on, no matter how good the Joker is, MVP candidate, no matter what they I just cannot hitch my wagon to the Denver Nuggets. I cannot unsee you going down one, three, twice in the same playoff series. I can't take you serious as a threat if you go down three, one, twice. Now, having said that, you came back twice, and you did get to the Western Conference Finals. But let's be honest. Nobody thought they was beating the Lakers. They shouldn't have beat the Clippers. The Clippers choked. But that's that's another topic for another day. And they still did come back, so that's something to be said about that too. It's, I'm not trying to hate on them, but I just can't take them serious. No matter what they do. And they got Aaron Gordon. And I love Aaron Gordon. Casper Jones. But I just can't get behind them. But I do think it makes it, that Denver team, It make, now it's harder for the Lakers to get out the West. Because I don't think they can beat the Clippers anymore. I'm not convinced they can beat the Suns. They would at least wear them out. The Jazz, they'll beat the Jazz. But. That's not going to be no walking apart. And now you got the nugget. We talking about a murderer's row, and you're not dodging all of them. Ain't no breaks in the West. And I don't think AD's coming back 100%. Braun going to do Braun-like things, so he's cool. And you couldn't do nothing to the trade deadline. Why? Because you really ain't got nothing to offer. So it's just hard for me to get behind this team coming out the West increasingly more. Then they lost to Philly last night. But, you know, and they're going to continue to drop and drop and drop as the games keep going. So I, I like that Denver move, but to me, the biggest thing with that Denver trade does, it, it makes it harder for the Lakers to get out of the West, which I didn't think they was doing anyway. But the championship, the NBA champ, the, the Clippers are the NBA champions. I repeat, the Clippers are winning the championship this year. And I also love what Chicago did. And I'm going to tell y'all this. You heard it here first. The Brooklyn Nets better pray they they watch out. They miss the Chicago Bulls. That is not a problem they want to see. That is a bad matchup for the Brooklyn Nets. That's they, they are too big. Them, I wouldn't have said that two days ago. But today, now that they got Vooch and they still got lower marketing and they got a backup big man and Daniel Tice and they got, you know, Levine and all that still, that's floor spacing to create penetration. Now, I know they, they defense ain't the best. I got that. But it's not like the Nets play like the 0-4 Pistons either. And I believe nobody, Chicago certainly not, stopping the Brooklyn Nets. I know that. But if you can just make it difficult for them and just kind of body up, make it hard for them, you got a shot. And if they play, Chicago has absolutely nothing to lose. They have absolutely nothing to lose playing that game, that series. And 
it's hard to beat somebody when when they feel like they got nothing to lose. Y'all seen Gladiator. Had nothing to lose and look how he did. And that's that's gonna be a lot of teams. Particularly and the teams that's gonna be playing in the playoffs with like nothing to lose is Chicago and the Knicks. Both of those teams are playing with house money. The Knicks more so because everybody thought they was getting ready to be terrible. I I knew that wasn't the case, but nevertheless, people thought they was going to be the Detroit Pistons or down there at the bottom with, you know, the rest of the lottery teams. That's what they thought. Although I tried to tell them otherwise. But, hey, didn't nobody want to listen to Wayne Diesel because they just think Wayne just be just – you just be saying whatever you want to say. You just think you're so smart. But I tried to tell y'all. But the the Knicks are playing with house money because – they're doing better than expected. And if Chicago plays Brooklyn, they're going to be playing with house money because nobody outside of Chicago and me thinks they they getting ready to beat the Nets. That is a bad matchup. And I'm talking about even if KD gets back. I'm talking about a healthy Brooklyn team. I'm not talking about a now Brooklyn team. I'm talking about even healthy Chicago will beat them in seven. I'm just saying, we, don't act like we ain't seen upsets before. And if y'all still listen, if y'all ain't shut me off yet, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all listening to every episode. But watch out for Chicago. That's a dangerous team. That is all about matchups in the playoffs. We know this. And that's a bad matchup. Brooklyn's too little for them. And what are they going to do about Zach Levine? I know. But what about James Harden, Wayne? What about Kyrie, Wayne? What about Ky- uh Kevin Durant, Wayne, you know they got out of offense. They, they got a score, too. How are they going to stop them? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know they got that. But what have we seen in these playoffs? It's about the role players. Think about the big, that big Heat, Miami Heat team. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, well, Ray Allen saved LeBron's career in that Spurs thing. Think about the Boston Celtics. They had a lot of help from Jason Terry. It's about the glue guys, too. The Shaq and Kobe Lakers or Robert Ory. Things like that. Yeah, your stars, you need you need some heavy hitters. But it's about the role players, about the, the depth. And to me, do you really feel like the Brooklyn Nets are deeper than the Chicago Bulls? I don't think so. Because Blake Griffin ain't gonna give you nothing more than a than uh than six, seven, eight, nine points. And that ain't gonna cut the mustard. So I like the depth more. I think I'm going to like the sense of urgency more with Chicago Bulls. And by the way, we've seen what James Harden reverts to in the playoffs. Yeah, that's worth being said. But people forget that. Watch out for Chicago. They might be able to make some noise. Now, they're not coming out the East. But they can make Brooklyn's head hurt. I love that move. And... Um, now it's it's interesting to see what what the bio market looks like. Oh, and I I'm on the high I almost forgot the Miami Heat. Here's my thing with the Miami Heat. The Heat is starting to get on my nerves. Because you can't find a free agent or a trade rumor or any kind of rumor without the Heat's name being attached to it. It seems like they everywhere and it bothers me. What, no matter what free agent, who going where, Miami seemed to be attached to all of it. 
And that, that's just annoying to see. Now, it's good. I like the aggression, you know, aggressive wins in sports and real, really life, if we're being honest. But good gracious. And I think a lot of a case can be made they overachieved last year going to the NBA Finals. But here's what I think Pat Riley and Miami realized. I think they realized, I don't think they, well, at least they shouldn't have thought they could beat the Lakers. But I think they realized, hey, we're closer to prosperity than what we really think. We just got to the NBA Finals. We are better than what, now I know they was thinking they was that, but it's, they saw it. They seen it. They seen it. It's almost like, for those of y'all that got kids, y'all ever see how see your kids walk around a little toddler and they see something on the counter that they got no business getting, but they 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 touch it, but they can't grab it. The heat are that toddler. They can see the cereal on the counter, but they can't they can't grab it. They can even get their fingers on it, but they can't quite grab it. The Heat got their fingers on that Larry O'Brien trophy, but they can't quite grab it. And I think I think that's why they're going to end up getting LaMarcus Aldridge. And they got uh, Victor Oladipo for, it feels like nothing. Which I'm not too terribly shocked by because they were, I, I don't, I'm not convinced how big the market was for Victor Oladipo. I'm not totally convinced how big it was. I don't think he was just in high demand. I, I know he's a great player, but given his contract situation, I don't think, and he was just, his name is a part of a 20-game losing streak. I don't think DeMarco was really that high for him. So I think that was a good move and a great price. And we all know that he wanted to go to Miami anyway. So this is, they got a guy a couple months earlier than what they was going to get him for anyway. And I'm glad the Knicks didn't try to do that. So shout out to New York for that and good stuff, Miami. Miami, they, 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 they look like they're trying to go all the way live. And I think that finals trip did them some good. They may have overachieved last year, but nevertheless, they did get there. And if they get there, if they get there, I mean, we just never know. You think it's going to be accident again? And you can make a case. That team is slowly starting to look better this year than what it was last year. Especially if they get a LaMarcus Aldridge. And I think that's where LaMarcus Aldridge is going to end up going, to South Beach. Why not? A team with Jimmy Butler, Bam out the bayou. LaMarcus Aldridge, Goran Dragic. That's, that's going to be, that's a balanced breakfast over there. That is a balanced breakfast. It's, it's a whole lot getting ready to go down in the second half of the season. And I'm here for all of it. But having said that, I still got the Sixers coming out the East. And I got the Clippers coming out the West. And I got the Clippers winning the championship. Uh, they they needed a point guard. They got what they needed. It's not about get, it's not always about getting the best player. That's the problem in life. Sometimes we too busy going after what we want as opposed to what we need. Well, in reality, if we really just looked at the details and looked at what's really going on and how it really is, what we need actually lines up and coincides with what we want. Because we all want the best for ourselves. So if we want the best for ourselves, shouldn't we go after the things we need? Just my line of thinking. And the, the Clippers, they say, hey, we need a point guard. We need that. We can't have Paul George out here playing point forward. He ain't Latrell Sprewell. He ain't Scottie Pippen. He ain't Draymond Green. He ain't Ben Simmons. He is playoff P. For better or for worse. <laughs> 
So we need to get us a point guard. Kawhi Leonard. He is the claw, the terminator. You know, the man with the funny laugh and the uh, man with the, the hands the size of a, a dinner tray. A great defender. But he's not a leader. So let's find us a leader. So the, the Clippers said, hey, we need a point guard and we need a leader. Hey, Atlanta ain't doing nothing with Rondo. Let's see what's going on. We got Lemon Pepper Lou over here. Hey, Mr. ATLGM. Y'all want Rondo? We'll get you Lemon Pepper Lou. Done deal. I got it. I think it's a win-win for both sides. And Lou Williams, he hadn't been doing Lou Williams-type things, but who knows? Him getting closer to them hot wings, that might do wonders for him. And if he bringing hot wings to the locker room, don't that do good for the chemistry? I know I'm a happier man when I got wings in my face. I imagine you are too. And they are millionaires. You know which, You know how many hot wings you can buy for a million dollars? If you gave me a million dollars worth of hot wings, that might resurge my career too. And now you put them back there in the Magic City backyard? This is a great move for the for the, the Atlanta Hawks. Maybe not, I don't know how much it does for them on the court, but off the court, you know, bonding over wings. Have you ever sat with a friend eating wings? Have you ever been on a hot date eating wings? Have you ever thought about making life goals and life plans and strategizing over wings and good wings at that? I ain't ever had wings from no strip club, but I imagine they pretty doggone good. So can you imagine what it's going to be like going in a shoot around after y'all have been fellowshipping over wings? And y'all got the man. Limit, get the man got his own title at the, on the menu. He got his own wings, man. And now things starting to open up and there ain't going to be no restrictions. I'm trying to tell you. And Atlanta was already doing good. They already was believing in this coach, Nate McMillan. Tongue twister, Nate McMillan. They was already doing good. And so now you're going to enhance the culture with lemon pepper, Lou, and hot wings? How can we get this? All we got to do is give up Rondo, who wasn't fitting with us anyway? This is a win-win. They get... The Clippers get their floor general and leader, and the Atlanta Hawks get their hot wings. And that's going to be and, – and look, when we see Atlanta continue to do good, when we see the smiles on their faces, when we see the shooking and ducking, doo-wopping and show-stopping, just know it's because of Lemon Pepper Lou and the hot wings because hot wings is good for the soul. When you feel good, you play good. Now, I might be right. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm calling it how I see it. The Clippers winning the championship. The Bulls are going to upset the Nets. And the Hawks are going to be eating hot wings for the rest of the season. I'm out of here.